Hey everybody, welcome back to Track Life Podcast. I just want to start this evening off by saying I hope everyone's being safe out there and being wise. You know, we don't operate in fear, but this coronavirus is a real thing. So we do need to separate ourselves as far as, you know, um, keeping our distance so that we can keep our loved ones safe as well as ourselves. Um... Just be careful, follow precautions, you know, washing the hands, um, you know, washing your clothes when you come in from outside. Just do everything you need to do to stay safe, wearing a mask, whatever it takes, because we all want to get through this thing. So that's the first thing I want to say. But this evening, um, this is not going to be long. This is going to be a short one. I wanted to talk about... Um, thinking about the things that God has done and the way he gave it to me as I was thinking of a spiritual throwback. Now, when I say a spiritual throwback, I'm, I, in order for us to be encouraged to get through this thing, you know, because there is a lot of fear out there. And as we know, God did not give us the spirit of fear. But truth be told, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done. The best way I believe to get through something like this is to think about Things that God has already done for you. You know, there's scripture say, when I think about the goodness of the Lord and the things that he's done for me, hey, my soul cries out. Well, that's kind of where I'm at today. You know, think about something that God has done in your life and something he's brought you through. Now, you know, everybody, all of us have something. That thing that you know, that no one on earth could help you get through this. Nothing but the grace of God. Now, when you think about that, then you got to know that he's going to bring you through this. You know, um, a lot of times we started thinking on the wrong things and in, um, excuse me, in second and, uh, first Thessalonians, and five and eight, I believe is where it is. It says that we're to put on the helmet of salvation. So that means, you know, we need to guard our mind and the way we think about things. Let's think about the good things of what God has done, what God is doing. And that way it keeps us from entering into that spirit of fear. Uh, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So in order to get that faith build up, we need to think about the things that God has done. Talk to other people about things that God has done for them and how he's brought them out. Um, also read the word. If you go into Hebrews, the 11th chapter, we call it the uh, roll call of faith. Look at all the different situ- uh, situations that people were in and how God brought them through Noah and how it had, um, when it rained and, and the rain covered the earth and how he saved his family and, you know, started everything all over again. Look at Abraham, Sarah. These are people who operated in faith, Moses and the delivering the children out of, uh, out of Egypt. When we read things like this, we know that God is still on the throne and that he, what he did back then he's doing now. So I call it a spiritual throwback. Think about what God has already brought you through. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He is right there with you and by your side. And you know, a lot of times when we think that God is not around or he's not answering us, we don't hear anything. We don't see anything. That means those are the times that God is actually carrying us because he knows something that we can't do on our own. So let's be encouraged. And I want to challenge everybody out there. 
Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the challenge in a minute, but what I want to share with you when I'm talking about a spiritual throwback, I want to share with you my spiritual throwback and I'm not going to go into deep detail about it, but, um, when I was a young girl and, um, how should I put this? As I became, came into womanhood, um, I was seriously ill and no one knew it. I knew it by the way I felt and the things that were happening to my body. Um, my parents took me doctor to doctor to doctor. Make a long story short, they convinced my parents that it was all mental and that I didn't uh, like pain or I didn't want to acknowledge what was happening with my body like it happens with every other woman, which was totally insane because I was seriously hurting. This went on for a good 18 years. Um, it even got to the point that it was not worth me talking about it anymore. I just was hurting every single day. I did things to mask my pain. Um, and no one, I could get no one to believe me until uh, the last couple years, I uh, got to the point I couldn't walk. Well, make a long story short, I ended up um, being led to this awesome doctor in Chicago and I was at the University of Chicago for a while. Um, they went to do surgery on me. Uh, they opened me up, had to close me right back, said they had never seen anything like this before, had to fly a team of doctors in. In the meantime, they had told my parents they could take me home and long as they didn't move me and uh, I should be okay until that Monday when the team got in. The following day, which was a Saturday, uh, I began to experience extreme pain, such as I've never felt before. I was screaming, and um, my parents thought maybe it was just, this, you know, from the sutures, you know, being opened up, and it wasn't that. Make a long story short, um, it ended up being a life and death situation. By the time I got to the University of Chicago, because at this time I was living in the south, far south suburbs, um, because the ambulance in the area I was at, they wouldn't come and get me unless they had a lump sum of money in advance. Well, by the time I was taken to University of Chicago, I was rushed, rushed there, excuse me. The last thing I remember saying to the doctor before I went into surgery because they were waiting on me, I said, am I going to make it? And basically... They told me it didn't look good. They would do everything possible. But according to man, I was supposed to be gone. Uh, I woke up like a week later. Obviously, I made it. But I said that to say this. I had been given up. There was no way I was supposed to come out of that surgery. They had prepared everyone. I was on death's door. Uh, had it not been for the grace of God, I didn't even know what was going on because the last words I remember was asking him if I was going to make, make it through this. And basically they were giving, being real with me and they were like, it didn't look good, but God had another plan. God came in when it looked like all hope was gone. When it looked like I was gone, he came and he delivered me. He saved my life. He brought me through because there's something I'm here that he has me here for and that he wants me to do. And just like he brought me through that life and death experience, and then there was another situation in my life that he really just like, he walked me all the way through. It was no one but him and I in this. 
but that's for a different time. I'm saying that to say this, that was my throwback. When I think about what I had gone through, the pain, the anguish, people not believing me, then finally there was a doctor who did, but when he went to help me, everything inside my body just exploded before the doctors could even get back to me. And I had poison everywhere. But God stepped in and said, I don't care what they say. I don't care what the devil is trying to do to you and your body. I'm saying, no, I'm here. You can, you don't even know I'm helping you, but I'm going to bring you through. I just walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And I'm here today to say that God is great. He is a deliverer. He is a healer. He will be there when no one else is. And when you think that you're about to give up or you're scared, just lean on his ever loving name. God is good. So people have a throwback moment. Think about something that God has brought you through. And just like he brought you through then and delivered you then, he will do the same thing right now. Now, I have said I wanted to issue a challenge to everyone. You know, this coronavirus thing or COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, is serious. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. I don't know if the Great Depression was this bad. I mean, we've never experienced anything and I wasn't alive during that time. So this is something that most of us have never seen before. This is different. It's not just like some little, you know, thing that broke out and it's going to be over soon. We don't know when this is going to be over. Some say 18 months, some say months. I don't know. It's also a confusing time because we're hearing doctors and scientists say one thing. And then the man that's supposed to be leading our country is confusing everyone by trying to put things in weeks. When things like this are happening, we need to pray. So my challenge to you is, you know, I said, if you can't, if you, you're worried about this thing, take your mind off yourself and do something for someone else. But if you're at home because you have been ordered to stay inside, I challenge everyone. You would not have this time if this virus had not happened. So what are you going to be doing instead of complaining about being stuck in the house and doing, you know, having to be around the same people all the time? Spend a couple hours a day in prayer. This is praying time. We don't just need to pray for our family members and friends. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for the world. I don't know why this is being allowed to happen. But what I do know is that if we go to the king, if we look unto the hills from which cometh our help and our help comes from the Lord, we will be okay. But we need to seek his presence and his face in this matter. We need to be lifting everyone up who is dealing with this. Some of us have it and don't even know we've had it. Some are in the hospital clinging on to life. There's equipment that's needed. And the, the oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Lord, I almost said something else. But uh, our leadership is holding up things. So it's praying time. Let's get on our knees and intercede for one another. Let's get on our knees and intercede for our nation. Let's intercede for the world. 
Let this time be a time where you get to know God. Maybe you've been so busy that you haven't given him the time that you want to or should have. This is a perfect time to renew your relationship with Christ. I challenge everyone. Pray just a couple hours a day. Prayer moves mountains. We need this thing gone. And Yes, we need our doctors. Yes, we need the science. But more than anything, we need God moving on this situation. And I really believe that, hey, maybe this is a test for some of us. Are we going to seek his face? Are we going to sit around crying? There is power. God has given us power through prayer. Let's use the weapons that he has given us. And this is our equipment to pray and to put on the helmet of salvation and to be encouraged knowing that we are going to come out and just keep just keep the faith. You know, let's not get down. Let's encourage someone. And if we see someone that's dealing with fear, let's call them and pray for them. I love you all. Be safe. Take the necessary precautions, but also seek the face of God. Love you all and see you the next time on another episode of Track Life Podcast.